those spectrumites and other people. My name is Forrest, and welcome to the Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. The podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. This is episode 22, the second episode of season 2. I'll be honest with you guys for a minute. I wasn't totally blown away by the audio quality of my voice in the previous episode. Coming back to record this show means relearning some things, and my microphone's volume wasn't turned up to a point that was satisfactory. I'm willing to admit when I've made mistakes or dropped the ball, but I'm hoping you were still able to hear my voice fine, and if you did, could you take a second to leave a comment to let me know on this episode's page on my substack, thepancakeking.substack.com? I'd appreciate that very much. So, something I really got into during the holiday season was... K-dramas. I know, weird, right? I never thought I'd get into the K-drama genre either, but here I am watching an entire Korean series with English subtitles where I feel like a fish out of water, mostly baffled in all the ways Koreans edit their shows differently. It's definitely a different thing, but the most interesting part was the first K-drama I started watching. If you're wondering what this has to do with autism, I'm getting there. But first, the premise of this K-drama I started watching called Familiar Wife. Familiar Wife is a show about a guy named Jojok, who has an unhappy marriage with his wife Woojin and their two young children. I should say before I continue, I might screw up the how to pronounce the names a little bit, so just warn you about that, I'm trying the best I can. So Jojok, he works at a bank while his wife stays home to take care of the kids, and he's thrown off by his wife's anger issues and short temper. He grows frustrated, to the point where he finds himself falling out of love for his wife and even considers getting a divorce, the D word. But then, something strange happens. He passes through a toll booth, where he gives it a coin made in 2006, and the booth transports him to the past, where he's back to the day when he first met Woojin. Instead of going through the motions of meeting her, however, Jojok pursues a girl he had a crush on at the time, which ultimately changes his fate. Now he's married to this girl instead, and Woojin is a single woman who becomes his co-worker. As the show progresses, Jojok learns some hard lessons about where he went wrong in his and Woojin's marriage, and learns better why she became the monster that she did. This is where I explain a moment from the show that hit me the hardest. Guys, I don't think I've cried at a scene in a show quite like the way I did here. I've seen some pretty emotional shows in my life, and none of them hit as hard as this did. Because at one point in the show, Jojok's best friend Yoon takes Woojin out on a date. Obviously, Woojin isn't Jojok's wife in this timeline, so you can't blame him. The poor guy just thought Woojin was cute and wanted to date her, and she's single in this timeline. Uh, and obviously, being a little protective of Woojin, naturally, Jojok forces himself into their date as a third wheel. While they're at dinner, Yoon asks Woojin what her favorite genre of movies is, which Jojok automatically believes is romance. But Woojin surprises him by saying she normally likes comedy or drama, and that she only likes watching a romance movie if she wants to cry, but can't get herself to do it, so the movie would help her get there. This reminds Jojok of a time when he came back home from work to find Woojin watching a romance movie. She's visibly upset, but Jojok doesn't recognize this. In fact, he seems completely oblivious to it. He, he's aware that he missed out on her dad's memorial service, but makes the excuse without apologizing that his work kept him, and there was no way he was getting out of it. 
Wujin is clearly unhappy, but can't find the words to express that. Shuyuk assumes everything is alright and tells her he wants to watch a soccer game, insisting that a game is best watched live. I wouldn't know anything about that, by the way. I'm not a sports guy. Wujin finally turns on him and screams that she's watching the movie. Confused and annoyed with Wujin's mood, Zhuyok leaves, but he notices her crying on the couch later, and even then, still doesn't understand why. It dawns on him in the present that, in that moment, he missed out on something that was important to Wujin, made excuses over it, and missed the nonverbal cue from her that she really wanted him at the service to comfort her. He wasn't present when he needed to be, and he didn't understand at the time how important that was to her. He was oblivious to her needs, which was one of the factors that led to their home being so broken. Shoyok isn't autistic, the show doesn't indicate that at least, but this was a scene that made me think of people on the autism spectrum. We spectrumites struggle, and I mean struggle, to pick up on nonverbal cues, empathize, and understand another person's needs. Wujin's nonverbal cues that told more than she had the strength to put words to were completely lost on Zhuyuk, which is a common struggle for spectrumites. Maybe to the person expressing an extreme emotion, the reason for their feelings should be obvious, but it can't be assumed that the spectrumite quote-unquote gets it. Verbal communication with them is so important, and that will improve the relationship tremendously. You may feel irritated having to state the obvious, but the Spectrumite needs to hear the obvious. Spectrumites have a hard time empathizing. This doesn't mean they don't care about what another person is going through. It can just be hard for them to fully understand another person's struggle when it's not directly impacting them. Explain to the Spectrumite why something is so important to you. And while I can't promise that they'll get it 100% in the end, they'll still have a better understanding of it than they would have if you say nothing. And finally, Spectrumites have a harder time understanding another person's needs. This is where verbal communication is, once again, very important, and it can't be understated. I talked about this a little bit last season, but to give you a refresher and some insight to people who are just jumping on this show, it took me a while to understand to the best of my ability why time alone was so important to my wife Kay. When we were dating, I really learned what an introvert was and what that meant. Time to herself was important to socially recharge and be more willing to spend time together later. Sure, as an extrovert and a spectrumite, I couldn't understand her need 100%, but I was able to understand it to the point where I respected it, so that the relationship could stay stable and even flourish. I can tell you from personal experience that if your parents aren't able to get the message across to you about the importance of empathy, learning nonverbal cues, and understanding a person's situation, whoever you choose to date most certainly will. See you guys next time. Hey guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, write a review to help the show grow, and subscribe to my substack at thepancakeking.substack.com to receive updates on new podcast episodes, a new blog post every Saturday, and other content I may put out. You can also check out the entertainment me, KG, and my friends make together on our YouTube channel, Vanzot Productions. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.